Greetings, Quester, and welcome to the Bard's Corner with Matt and Heather. Hi, welcome to the Bard's Corner. Uh, we've got a few things to go through this week. A lot of things. First off, we're going to talk about some upcoming releases that have just been announced. So first off, uh, it's kind of a blast from the past episode this week, because mm-hmm. a lot of these bands are either old bands or returning bands. So first off, we've got Saxon. They have just announced a new box set called The Solid Book of Rock. Now, this is going to... sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> the Solid Book of Rock is uh, going to contain all of the studio albums released between 1991 and 2009, plus there's going to be bonus tracks as well. That's out on the 4th of August. Now, the albums that are going to comprise this box set is Solid Ball of Rock, Forever Free, Dogs of War, Unleash the Beast, Metalhead, Killing Ground, Lionheart, The Inner Sanctum, and Into the Labyrinth. So altogether, this set is going to comprise 11 CDs plus 3 DVDs, and that's going to be out in a like a 12 by 12 uh, book, as opposed to a typical box set. That sounds pretty cool. So yeah, that sounds like it'll be pretty good. So that's going to be out, as I say, on the uh, 4th of August. Then a band from Norway have returned, Da Vinci. They've got an album coming out called Ambitious Ambition Rocks. Yeah, I've not heard of them after that. Yeah. I'm surprised. These are an older band. Uh, it's the first album they've released in about 25 years. You're reminding me of my youth. I'm five years younger than you, dude. Yeah, it was a, <laughs> it was a very formative five years musically for me. Uh, so, yeah, Ambitious Rocks is the first album in 25 years. Their previous albums was the self-titled album Da Vinci and also Back in the Business. Uh, they split up in 1993, but they're bringing out this album through AOR Heaven on August the 25th. Now, I've not had a chance to listen to the full album. I've had what I call a preliminary listen uh, prior to doing the main review. So listen to about half the album like, that way. Uh, there is some um, pretty good songs on there. It sounds like it's a pretty good album. Very much a re- return to form to their early albums, if you've if you're familiar with those. If not... That was four. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not familiar with their uh, early work, then think TNT and Stage Dolls, and you'll be in the right ballpark. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as well as that, another blast from the past, Lionheart. Yay. Second Nature. Now, uh, they were around between, I think, in 81 they first appeared. Uh, started to disappear around about 86. So they were around for a few years. During those that time, they played support to bands like um, White Snake and Def Leppard, mm-hmm. a British rock band. They reunited in 2016. This was uh, they were asked to play Rockingham uh, in Nottingham with uh, by David Herron, the promote, promoter, and he managed to get pretty much the original lineup, That's cool. uh, minus Chad Brown, who'd been the lead singer, but. Fortune favours the bold and they got a new singer, Lee Small. Now Lee Small uh, had quite a stint with Shy. He played uh, as their lead singer from 2006 to 2013 and they experienced quite a bit of success. Some people name some of those albums as amongst their best work. This was when Tony Mills had left Shy. So it might be a good thing. Well, I, I like Lee Small. I've got some of those shy albums, and he's mm. a good singer. So Lionheart, a very talented band. Uh, yep. m- they consist of current and former members of Iron Maiden, UFO, MSG, the Michael Schenker group, and Shy. In fact, um, yeah, in fact, back in the heyday, Sounds Magazine d- 
described them as the first new wave of British heavy metal supergroup. So they've got quite a good pedigree. Yep. Israeli prog metal group, uh, Soul Enema. It's a female-fronted project. Sorry, um, that sounds really funny. <laughs> Soul Enema. Yeah. That's tickled you, hasn't it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm a bit juvenile. <laughs> well, they've got a new album out of Clans and Clones and Clowns. <laughs> and Enema. Soul Enema of Clans and Clones and Owl. And you've got me going now. Sorry. <laughs> Soul Enema of Clans and Clones and Clowns. A little bit of a tongue twister for you today. Not colons. No, you say it. Go on. <laughs> clans, clones, and clowns. Yeah, clans, See, clones, and clowns. Well, it's of clans and clones and clowns, so yeah, we yeah, both yeah, got it's it wrong. Yeah, the off that throws you. Yeah. Now, this al- album was actually out on the 23rd of June, so it will be out yeah. now. Uh, however, uh, they premiered the album by streaming it in conjunction with Progsphere, and you can still listen to the full album free. Uh, we'll add the link into the description so that you can check that out if you like so they've got some guest musicians on that album as well guest contributions now the biggest name there is Arjen Anthony Lucasen mm-hmm. best known for his work with Arion so very good very talented musician um, I love his Star One project that he did we were listening to some of that the other day in the car weren't we yes that's where I don't want to admit it but I recognised the name and I was like Arjen Anthony Lucasen uh, Star One I don't know why I was thinking of Rhapsody Totally, Russell Island, Damien Wilson, yeah, yeah, yeah. very f- fantastic project, fantastic musician. He appears on that album. That's why, that's the reason that, that this album came up on my radar. So, uh, I've not listened. I only listened to a couple of tracks off that, but it was interesting, mm-hmm. a bit unusual. We will add the link in so you can have a listen to for that yourself. Radar, All right? Um, couple of yeah, radar things cross my radar, things cross my desk. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've got a couple of albums that we're going to talk to you about today. The first one was Warner Drive Till the Wheels Fall Off. Now that's out on the 28th of July through uh, Dead End Exit Records. It's their fourth album. This is the one you were listening to with me the other day. Fourth. <laughs> yep. So what did you think of that? I thought it was funny. You thought it was funny? I did. Sorry, yeah. that's very um, technical. No, I liked it. I, I did like it. It was really easy to listen to, but yeah. don't know if I don't it. <laughs> well, Warner Drive are an original group. Uh, from Hollywood. They've shared the stage with people like Rat, Steel Panther, Papa Roach and the Killers and they've been touring internationally for years so they've got themselves quite a reputation from from that touring base. Uh, it's basically, it's kind of like punk rock. Mm. Uh, best way I can describe it is probably Blink-182 and Bad News had a baby and they left it to be raised by Spinal Tap. <laughs> it was um, ugly. No, it was, <laughs> no, it was, it was good. Um, I, I think if it was on, like, if you went to someone's house and it was on, you'd probably sit there and have a bit of a laugh and it was great, but I wouldn't, like, want to just put it on over and over again. It's, yeah, it, there's a few songs on there. Uh, the ones that particularly stood out to me was Don't Give Up, Karma's a Bitch, Anthem of the Douche, and Alley Psycho uh, Couple of beers, it'll be hilarious. <laughs> it's There's a lot of humour in that album. It's, yeah. the, the guys writing it have got a good sense of humour. Probably not the best band out there, but that humour comes through, and it does tend to make you smile when you're listening to the songs. Mm. Um, some of them particularly really made me laugh. I think um, it, it, it depends on your taste. I mean, we we like the Spinal Tap movie, didn't we? We did. Um, so if you like them, then you'll probably like it. But I personally wouldn't go out and buy this album. For, for me and my personal collection, mm. I, I've given this one a 6 out of 10. <laughs> um, the reason being 
as I say, musically it's not great. The sense of humour comes mm. through, but that's why I go and see stand-up comedy. Yeah. You know, more than listen, what I want from a, a musical mm. album. As you said, if I went around someone's house and it was on, or if I was driving along and it was on, you know, mm. it'd be absolutely fine. Personally, I wouldn't put it on because there was... Uh, I tend to listen to a, a lot of my music at home, mm. and some of the language in the album, I wouldn't want my kids to listen to because I know that they'd then repeat it <laughs> repeat those words around the grandparents so of course they would um, and as I say it's not that it's not a bad album but it's not one that made me think oh I no. need to own this so I'm not bothered about it's that just in my funny um, <laughs> really? but as I say if you like blink 182 bad news and spinal tap this this album will probably yeah. get you drawling uh, what? Well, you know, this if it's your sort of thing, then you probably quite like that. Yeah, just oh, I love this album. <laughs> just, I've had too much coffee. Some albums make me drool. Okay, so the next album we want to talk about is Mr. Big's Defying Gravity. That's out on the 21st of July through Frontiers Music SRL. Uh, Mr. Big are best known for the 91 album Lean Into It and 93 album Bump Ahead. Uh, they recorded this new album in just six days in LA. It's impressive. It is impressive. It uh, usually takes a lot longer to record an album like that, but um, these guys have been playing together for years mm. and they've, they've got their formula nailed down quite well. Uh, it is the original lineup plus Matt Starr. The reason Matt Starr's appearing on drums is because obviously Pat Torpey's got Parkinson's disease. Yeah. He couldn't play on every song, so Matt Starr filled in for him on the songs he couldn't do. But it's it's I like the fact that they've they've not just gone okay well we don't need Pat Torpe because mm. he's ill they've brought someone in to help out but they've kept Pat as part of the band and I think that that probably speaks to the kind of uh, band they are the kind of chemistry a lot yeah. of very few bands are able to uh, stay together in those kind of circumstances the other situation that comes to mind is um, Def Leppard mm. having a one-armed dr drummer rather than just getting someone else in this you know sticking together and I think that's a great thing but that's uh going off topic anyway this album is a follow-up to 2014 the stories we could tell um there are some good songs on that album yeah i liked it i quite liked uh 1992 nothing at all damn i'm in love again and nothing bad about it feeling good mm. uh it's got the album's got a good rhythm to it uh quite bluesy at times yeah i have to um i was in the other room at the time you're listening to it it's usually when i hear most of the songs um, and I thought it might, at first it was thunder, didn't I? Before I heard yeah, the vocals, I that kind that. of rhythm. Um, but especially considering it was only six days in recording, I mean that is really good. Yeah, um, I'm personally I'm a big fan of Eric Martin. Yeah. I think he's a great singer. Um, I love some of the other um, bands he sang with, some of his solo material as well. So I'm always ready to listen to something that he mm. puts out. But this one I did think was a pretty good album. I think if you like. Um, Mr. Big's earlier albums, if you like modern blues rock, then this is an album to check out. I'm giving this one a, mm. a 7 out of 10. As we say, that's out on the 21st of July through Frontiers Records. Yep. So, that's the Bard's Corner for this week. Uh, if you want to know any more about anything we've been talking about, uh, please check out paradiserock.co.uk uh, to keep up to date with more music news. Farewell, Quester. To find out about other productions by the Meddlesome Meeples, then check out our channel or rendezvous with us at meddlesomemeeples.com. Until next time, Quester, farewell and keep thine axe sharp.